It's Robertson? not Indiana banana. <laughs> it's Michiana banana. Darn it. Okay, let's start over. Try again. <laughs> Uh, you should feel a lot of pressure because this is Indiana Banana. Uh, I'm Miles it's Robertson. It's not Indiana Banana. <laughs> it's Michiana Banana. Darn it. Okay, let's start over. Try again. <laughs> it's, it's, been so long. it's been a long time. <laughs> Have you ever had a pawpaw? No. We'll get into that later, maybe. I just Ooh, listened to ask, that on the way down. We should ask every person that. That should yeah. be a part of the show. Yeah. It yeah. made me want one. Your podcast. Somebody uh, asked me where they right. could buy them, and I was like, No, 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 no. You didn't listen. Rare. Like yeah. you didn't listen yeah. to the podcast. Yeah. Try again. Like listen to the podcast. All right, let's do this. Uh, welcome to Michigan and Banana. I'm Miles Robertson, general manager of Purple Porch Co-op in South Bend, and I'm here with co-host Katie Carpenter with Edible Michigan. I publish it. Woo! And Emily Anstat, em- food stylist, yeah. extraordinaire, extraordinaire, extraordinaire. Very important. Mm-hmm. So Katie and Emily are longtime friends. Mm-hmm. They had lunch today for mm-hmm. the first we time. We met and uh, They know each noon. other really well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So I'm here for the ride today. Oh, no. Well, I mean, we could start off with, where are you from, Emily? Uh, I live currently in St. Joseph, Michigan, mm-hmm. but I am from Pennsylvania. Yeah. And, great state. And you came here for photo styling. True. Job, True right? story. Yep. And then it morphed into food styling. Yes. And you that fell was by in love. Accident. Yeah. Absolutely. Adore what I do. Yeah, I wanna I wanna hear a lot about this. I don't know I don't think I know another food stylist. I mean I know some photographers that photograph food and maybe they're doing some of the styling, mm-hmm. but it seems like maybe you would be the intermediary person that would mm-hmm. here's a photographer, here's a magazine that wants an outcome, and you're gonna make the food look beautiful. Right. Yeah. We're pretty behind the scenes. A lot of people don't know that we're there usually. Because, you know, the photographer gets a lot of credit of you know of course it's your shot and you know we're just kind of hanging around getting paid to play with our food yeah so, so what does it actually look like um so a typical day would be you you know you have a client so whatever your product or whatever it is that you're shooting for because mostly I do commercial work so not a not a ton of magazine kind of editorial stuff so you'll have a product or or a, a client and they'll bring you a problem and you have to solve it mm-hmm. like um, hey we have this microwave it's smaller than your normal microwave, but it's still useful. We want to show it still has capacity. What can you put oh. in there? What, you know, mm-hmm. inspire somebody to understand that this is still so something they need. Lop a rump roast in there. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yep. what would you put, put in there? Put <laughs> your whole turkey in there. But uh, lots of nachos. Yeah. Lots of nachos, lots of uh, steamed vegetables. Not so. actually steamed is what you're yeah. saying. Well, you know, steamed I don't know. There's, the air quotes are not translating, <laughs> but they're there. But uh, yeah, yeah. I guess, how far does the styling go? I mean, I know, you know, I think that milk in some like photographs isn't really milk. You might use like glue or something glue, that yeah. holds up a little bit better. Do you do stuff like that, where I you're do, kind of do mimicking like what that, yeah. the ideal version of this food would look like? Mm-hmm. Um, things. Things sit on set for a very long time, so you have to kind of find ways around um, around that because your food's going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I would say mostly food styling is centered around real food. They, 
industry-wide, it mm-hmm. tends to be pretty real. That's great um, news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's There's been a shift a, a while ago away oh, from a lot of super fakery. Kind of a trend but the, But thing. fakery is obviously part of part of the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ice cream melts. Yeah. yeah. Things like that. Ice so, melts. Yeah, ice melts. So, so what are what are I'm interested in what some cool like tricks of the trade are like yeah. what are some fun because at lunch she, she was talking about sticky wax that she uses to like oh yeah hold tacky things wax together is like tacky this wax. great gooey stuff that holds things in place I want to take a second to mention one of our advertisers uh, Ecoal Press they're a printing company located in South Bend uh, that's eco minded they offer green printing solutions for everything from handbills uh, to large format banners I use them. A lot of different things I do. Uh, every service they offer is high quality and reasonably priced with extremely fast turnaround. They can take a concept from idea to design to print all in-house. Check out their Facebook page and website at equalpress.com for more info. Grapevine Local Food Marketing, based in northwest Indiana, provides cost-effective marketing for small farms and food businesses. Sarah Hyland has helped us at Edible Michiana improve our marketing strategy, and she's really helped us make our website look so much better. So much better. Uh, Grapevine Local Food Marketing is super passionate about serving local farms, small food producers, and artisans. They create effective websites, logos, posters, newsletters, and so much more. Sarah actually developed our Food Notes email newsletter logo and template, and it's gorgeous. It's new. If you haven't seen the new one, sign up. Uh, exactly, it's exactly what we wanted. They can also help you with your Google Analytics, provide marketing consultation, and help you develop a digital strategy that is right for your business. Grapevinelocal.com. But I mean, we will, we're not above using anything that's laying around because mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you need to prop something up and you're on set and the camera's ready to go and you just need it to pop up a little bit. You know, you can Just grab whatever. a paper towel, ball it up, throw it in there, or mm-hmm. put a toothpick behind it. Usually the backside of any food in a photograph is, <laughs> is pretty weird. interesting. Which is just like photographing people, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? Exactly. When you turn around, they've got all the safety pins there. in oh, their yeah. clothes. And, and I just wear, like, like a, one of those uh, over those covers they give you in the hospital. Oh, yeah. Ah, right, and there's just go. a slit back yeah, there. Who knows yeah. what's yeah. happening unless, yeah. That <laughs> is very comparable to how food looks on the okay. backside probably yeah, most of the time. Yeah, it's just like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pins and all sorts of things in there that. And booties. Yeah. So. And what everyone always asks is, do you eat it? And no. The answer is absolutely not. More than likely, no. Yeah. Because it's been sitting or right. it's been tricked out. Unless with... they made extra. Right. And it's yeah. actually good. Sometimes you can. But, you know, poultry is always undercooked. Usually uh-huh. most meats are undercooked and then they sit for hours. And yeah. There's no way. Ooh, that is you weird. So that. can you tell us about some of the companies you work with or can you not? Um, I don't know. I mean, I can uh, to a certain extent. Yeah. You know, um, I do work for KitchenAid and Whirlpool. Mm-hmm. And, um, I worked for a really long time for Sur La Table. Um, I'm only newly freelance um, about a year. So before that, I spent... 11 years solely on one account mm. shooting for mm-hmm. Sur Top. So. Through an agency. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so. So what are you finding out about the freelance world? What do you like about it, not like about it? I love the variety mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, while while having one client and really getting to know them is, is a great thing, it also, after a while, um, there there tends to be a certain monotony to it. So I like variety now, mm-hmm. which which is really great. Um, 
you know, because one day, like I said, I might be doing a microwave. One day I'm shooting at a restaurant. I have to deal with what they've made. Mm-hmm. You know, so you just you have different challenges. And I think that for me is what gets me up in the morning. And it makes it fun. Like, who's, yeah. what, what are you going to throw at me and what can I do with it? Yeah, lots of troubleshooting. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I love the problem-solving portion of the show. That's That's my favorite part. How to, yeah. how to make it happen. That makes a lot of sense to me because yeah. I love troubleshooting as yeah. well. Who knew? But, okay, so can you tell us about one of, like, your most fun or, like, wildest shoots or something crazy happened or something really fun happened? Um, ooh, something really fun. I mean, my, my all-time favorite shoot that I've ever been on was um, I was at Jacques Pepin's house. Ooh. And it is, like, my go-to favorite career-defining moment. And uh-huh. we were at his house and... You know, we were we were doing a shoot, but then we went out in his backyard and we're drinking rosé and we're playing petanque and what? It's like bocce ball. Like it's like (laughs) a French version of bocce ball. So, which is classically, I guess, like a like a all male sport ish. But his wife, you know, she had her own set of petanque. She had lady petanque. She had lady petanque. Yeah, she had lady petanque petanque balls. She had a lady petanque. But she wasn't there. That's exactly what I thought she was going to say the first time. Like, you guys were playing petanque petanque? Petanque petanque? Wait, what? Oh, Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's just like It's just for men. Donkey Kong. (laughs) (laughs) But he let me be on his team. So it was like just a huge thing for me to be like, oh, yeah, you know, just me and. I've got to look JP. up this game. I like yard no big games. Deal. You would like it. Like I mean, jarts. How do you spell that? P? P-E-T-A-N-Q-U-E. <laughs> what? Yeah, some sort of it's accent in like, there somewhere. I mean, extra letters. letters at the end that yeah, you're there's, not saying. Right. And there's probably some sort of nasally like. Yeah, you're end. doing You're pronouncing yeah. it incorrectly. Oh, for sure. Do you know Koob? <laughs> Koob. You heard of Koob? No. I have. Koob is like a, is a Norwegian uh, outdoor Norwegian game. Norwegian ball yeah, game? That it's with right. blocks. Oh. And you like throw a stick across <laughs> at these blocks and there's a big block and there's some blocks lined and you up throw in a row. Huh. It's, I'll have it's to look fun. that up. Yeah. I like yard games. Is it a, it's a yard game, I yeah. take it. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't remember any of the rules, but it sounds like you just throw sticks and You blocks. played it? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I just remember throwing things at other things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, which game. sounds like again a, a male sport. Right. <laughs> but whatever. Um, okay. So, and you're also doing some fun shoots that are just for fun, right? Yeah, that's been another great part. Tell us of, about that. Uh, being freelance is, you know, in your in your off time, you can kind of investigate what you want to do, mm-hmm. which is just such a different world for a food stylist because you know, in your daily grind, you're you're doing what someone else needs you to do or has told you to do mm-hmm. or, you know, some company has thought for hours and this is the food and this is what it's going to look like. And so right. to be able to have space in my life to do what I feel like doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, fun. It's really freeing. Creative license. And it helps me in my day-to-day mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. keep that, um, you know, creative spark yeah. fed. For sure. Which was something that was was desperately dying after a while of not having time. Because, you know, life, you have a nine to five and and you Mm -hmm. just get busy. And the next thing you know, you're not doing anything to kind of Mm -hmm. feed that. And as a creative, you know, you have to find ways to keep yourself inspired and, and keep moving forward. Well, tell us about some of those shoots. Like, didn't you do something with like a pig head? Or, <gasps> yes, like, yes. I mean, some crazy stuff. That was super fun. Uh, I teamed up with a photographer that I'm friends with, and um, her significant other is, is a chef. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
so it was really fun because we we just you know he had this idea that he wanted to do this this pig head and this this whole meal and mm-hmm. um, she I had almost a came to that I know you oh, should have it was so it. fun I can't remember why but it was really fun driving home after the shoot with the extra pig head oh in my front what seat. <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah it, it was fun to kind of was be cooked? around other people oh yeah okay. oh yeah. <laughs> It was roasted beautifully and coated in I don't know honey something or something delicious. Some sort Were you just of like licking magic. it at stoplights? It was. We <laughs> we had little, some moments. Just a little bite. Little I, I was gonna say I did want to reach over like just on my drive home and, and get it. Nibble but, off of there. But it was fun to. I've done weirder be in things that. in a car. I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, if we're just telling secrets, I've eaten a sandwich in the shower. So oh. I mean, there's a whole <laughs> eating a pig head in the car. There's is a no whole thing deal. about people drinking beer in the shower, or having wine in the shower, or eating in the shower. Yeah. Some people have little setups, like little tables in their I, showers. They I, just I've hang eaten out chips in there. and hot sauce <laughs> while in a bathtub. Oh, there you well, go. come on. Who hasn't had a snack in the tub? Especially if you have one of those like, That's trays not special across miles. the tub. Perfect. What? Yes. Yeah, I've had nachos. It is tricky to eat a sandwich in there, it, it sounds like a Seinfeld episode. You have to be turned a certain way to the water, and you have, you know. Yeah, you, I mean, no, it, there's a strategy. Yeah, you absolutely. Can't, if you're you can't a really sogify long your shower. food in this scenario. It's not appropriate. You need I love that I just told people that I <laughs> How often do you eat sandwiches in the shower? I mean, I've, I've done it twice. <laughs> so. well, what's on? What would be on the sandwich? What's, what's your ideal shower <laughs> meal? I mean, peanut butter and jelly. Oh, oh, straight up. Is, I pictured is cold cow. cuts. I did, too. Sort. I really did. Like no. mustard. Lots okay. of mustard. Yeah, too. Like it's squirting out and you just rinse that, off. I mean. <laughs> rinse off. Yeah, you eat a messy sandwich <laughs> in the shower. Yeah, you should be eating I your messy food I should have eaten something maybe a little messier. Well, I feel like now now that <laughs> we've had this discussion, balls. I think all of us have the assignment to go home and eat something in the shower. Eat something you weird in the it. shower. You should try it. Well, if you get the water hot enough, you can start with raw vegetables and have steam. Oh, you can steam it up. My yeah. steam it vegetables in, in the shower. It's really about efficiency. Yeah. You know, getting the most What else out could you day. steam in the shower? <laughs> in the tub, know. you could do like sous vide if you do it just right. <laughs> just dunk a little. Honestly, you could. Right? Dunk a <laughs> little a bag little of circulator chicken in there. In there. <laughs> jump in a hot tub with, with a bag, bag of chicken. And... <laughs> One in each armpit. Just get in that's, there. That's Take nice level stuff down. right there. Yeah, whatever. Okay, so your shoot with the pig's head. <laughs> I feel like, I'm sorry, there was this beautiful um, beet tattoo arm in some of those photos. Is that right? Or were there some of your arm in the photos? Um, or I know there were some tattooed arms. No, I'm, James has has a beat on his arm, and he was, I mean, we very much was utilized he, him as yeah, well. Yeah, well, I just wanted to use that as a... Um, a transition into food tattoos because <laughs> food tattoos. you have some, I do, I have and they're super interesting. Quite a do you have few. A peanut butter and jelly on there. I don't. But oh, you that's know next. What? I, I have an empty spot. Yeah. So. Oh, perfect. And a whole other empty arm. So maybe whole we'll, other empty arm. We can my arm there. is empty. <laughs> it's a blank canvas. W- what is the bowl? So the, it's actually a little coffee cup. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Yeah. Rise and rise and grind. Okay. Oh, we got yeah. Some blueberries. Blueberries. We've got strawberry, strawberry a little uh, blackberry. This is our my little homage to the fruit belt. Oh, that's very nice. I have some blackberries too. So yeah. yeah. Well, I I wanted to approach it very much like uh, when I was a kid, I had a sticker book. I don't oh, know if you guys had I can those see when you that. Yes. Not, but like you know, it's just a collection of fun things yes, that make that you smile. Are fun. Yes. So there's no like super deep, mm-hmm. you know, meaning. I, um, I'm a they're big just things that make that. me smile. I and, love the green love of the the turn or uh, radish, the radish, radish greens or the, the color of great. that is really nice. I know, 
all green under and there. And on the some back lines. of your forearm, it looks like we have some like beach leaves. Is that ice cream back there? Beach leaves. Thank you for getting that. I know my trees. Most I, people are. I'm into tree identification. I don't know if you know that, but well, you nailed it because most people ask if it is poison ivy, oh. which what I get. I mean, yeah, a three. It's, it's it, a little and three And it's got leaf the kind thing. of reddish going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I went to college in North Carolina in the mountains, oh. and a big thing there is like the leaf lookers come every oh. fall. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh, the Blue Ridge Mountains. The leaf peepers. Yes. So this is peepers. my little. North Carolina well, nod. Have Aww. you ever been to Warren Woods in Michigan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's a beach maple climax forest. Exactly. <laughs> Very serious. Yes. So serious. I yeah. used to work for the state park system in Indiana, and I did a lot of hikes where I talk to people about identifying trees. Yeah. Yeah. If only I'm, I'm listeners could see how no proud one... Miles looks of himself. So he's talking right about now. this. He's like, he's like, <laughs> feeling I'm, like the, his body language is like, yeah, you're really beaming. beaming. Right. You are. You're glowing. You should. Be. <laughs> you nailed it. I don't have any food or leaf tattoos. Although I have Ninja Turtle on my back. Which is basically food. Turtle, so. yes. Ninja Turtle on your back? Yeah. Which one? Leonardo? Okay, okay, you Leonardo. keep saying that and I've never seen it. I feel like at some point you're going to have to rip your shirt off during this show and show everyone. But no one will see it but us. That'll be the after. The after, after show? After it goes dark. <laughs> yeah. The after show. The after party. Um, yeah, okay, so, so earlier at lunch today we were talking about how like – People don't usually understand food styling. Like Miles was saying, like, what is that really? Is that a real thing? Is that a real job? And I didn't know. I even didn't know, even though I'm in, like, a food magazine. You know, I publish a food magazine. I didn't really know that that was a thing in our area. Mm -hmm. Um, But we were kind of talking about, like, that there's a lot of work that goes into making those photos really beautiful, right? right? I don't feel like we've talked about like, what is that really like? And also kind of the magic of it, yeah. right? Because I've been in a couple food shoots where um, like I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, it looks all right, okay, you know, it looks okay. And I try to take a picture of it with my cell phone and it kind of looks dumb, you know? But then when I see those final photos, I'm like, Whoa! Right. You know, and so it's like I guess I'm just thinking like you, the combo of you as a food stylist that you are an artist there and you're making like you're editing this beautiful scene. And then the photographer is also, you know, like coming right. in with light and angles and like also, you know, it's like this collaborative artistic thing. Like yeah, talk about that. Absolutely, a little bit. because I mean it's it's huge to have a really good partnership mm-hmm. um, between the stylist and the photographer and, and have it be very collaborative because. You know, the, the photographer, like, I, I'm the same way. I try to take pictures and, you know, they're they're great for, like, a little Instagram picture. Right. But they're not what you would want to exactly. have as, like, you know, this great food image. Mm-hmm. And the, the photographer brings so much to the party. And they're focusing on all of these nuances that, again, other people probably have no clue what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But they're doing a lot of right. shadow and light and, and composition and lens choice and, and depth of field. They're, they're doing so many things. Mm-hmm. So when there's someone like me who can then bring that subject in and now that subject has been thought about with the same intensity mm-hmm. and then he can, you know, pass it off and that person, he or she can do their job, mm-hmm. the end result is going to be fantastical mm-hmm. because everyone has put all of this passion into it. Yeah. Um, and it really and does so feel like magic. Like if, it is. If you're like me and you're like an onlooker at a shoot and then you see the final photos, you're just like completely blown away. It's like yeah. how did... How did they even? I do I that? love the How shots. How is that real? 
of shoots where you see outside Mm. the frame Uh because it is the the most hospital gown. It's the most comical (laughs) thing. Yeah. Um, You know, you've got somebody laying on the floor shooting steam up or smoke up into a pan and they're laying under the table. They're like between someone's legs with a tube. Somebody's on a ladder. You know, somebody's got a a piece of foam core somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, there's just there's so much crazy. A lot goes into it. Yeah. Um, Just outside that frame. Right. And there's probably somebody running back and forth doing random things, getting random things things to stuff under random things and like like to make sure it's all perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. It's it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. And that's why I say like food, food styling is is mostly real food, but it's just in the way that we would use it as Mm -hmm. far as like smoke and mirrors and stuff. So say you have like this beautiful apple pie shot Mm -hmm. and you're going to shoot this thing. You're not going to cut into it. But it's going to be this big, you want it bulging and you want the crust to mm-hmm. be a certain look and all this stuff. So one trick that we do a lot is to stuff it with mashed potatoes. What? So you bake your Because you know, it holds it up. Yeah. So now you've got this this base, this armature. You put your last layer of apples on the top. I'm just giving all this. Yeah, no, away. it's fun. Apples on the top. I you think can, that's called a shepherd's pie. But the it's apples. It's very much t- like that. Yeah. <laughs> apples, so pot pie. Cheese. You can now meat. determine what that is going to look like as opposed to, I don't know, if you've baked anything, mm-hmm. it's, it's a crapshoot. Yeah, you, yeah and half the time they go, like out. dip down mm-hmm. and yeah, they're all yeah. juicy and weird. So you have to be able to um, control things like that, mm-hmm. which is part of why I have a job. Well, it's interesting because, so. I mean, it, it, it forces you, like you said, like to troubleshoot, to go, you know what, how, how can we make this pie stay poofy? Right. You know, longer, right? Because when you pull a pie out of the oven, it's probably poofy. Mm-hmm. It's not going to last very long, right? Exactly. So you're like, okay, let's try mashed potatoes. Like that's yeah. kind of crazy, but it's, it's really like a weird engineering feet to, to get is. things to stay and, then you and eat to it? look because it might taste good. I mean, apples and potatoes. Probably. I mean, right? Yeah. Sounds okay to me. That one I would probably try, but a turkey that I dug out of the dumpster oh, might not be. Oh, wait, why was it in the dumpster? Oh, like if you throw it away, you think the shot's done, but then they come back and they want a shot, and you got to go get that because it's got to look the same. Yeah, that's happened. I mean, in some You're... languages, aren't uh, aren't potatoes the apples of the land? It's not like pommes frites or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think so. I might be making that would up, make sense. I think it is. Yeah, right. No, well, and you know, pawpaws look a lot like potatoes. What do pawpaws? They do. We got to talk about pawpaws. So uh... good segue. <laughs> Emily. Can we segue into where I can locate a pawpaw? Because I've been thinking about it well, since first, I got pawpaw my first season. You have to go to this place coming. called Late September. Yeah, oh, is that gonna, what it is? Yep, yeah, that's right. Well, I'll get Late prepared. September, early I'll October. I'll find myself a pawpaw yeah. tree. Uh, Scope yeah. it out. I have some good pawpaw picking places. Um, <laughs> but I can't tell you where they are. I was going to say Sometimes can... Miles just fills his pockets with pawpaws. I do. I do. And then occasionally. I get I for... it. I wouldn't tell anybody where they were either. Occasionally but... I forget a pawpaw in the pocket, and like six months later, I no, put that, that vest that back happened? on, and I'm like, oh my gosh. That has happened to me. Did, did it dry up or did it get mushy? Uh, well, it got mushy, and then, then it dried up. <laughs> yeah, it was a long, long time. Yeah. Um, can I come with you this year? Yeah, I'm down with taking some folks. Thank you. Pawpaw picking. Um, it's hit or miss, I'll tell you. Yeah. Like, I've been sometimes the animals get them. I hope yeah. we haven't already talked about this, but like I've we gone. Have. Okay, well, but then, it's fine. Keep telling us. Well, I've gone places and like we have to reinforce. I'll spend the like hours talk. and not find anything or find one, and other times I'll be like, 
oh, in that half hour, I just found ten. You oh, know, they're very like, elusive. Yeah, and the raccoons mm, like get the them of fruit. before they're they ripe. And the who? Yeah, raccoons. like the oh. reason you don't find them in a grocery store is because they they just can't do that. They they're, just, they're too. They just don't last. There delicate. are a couple farms in Indiana that cultivate them, mm-hmm. but, um, but isn't it? It's a, like they're ripe and they're ripe and like yeah, you don't have a lot of time. Them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but eat them. Eat them kind of. I like them to get a little brown. I mean, they kind of ripen like a banana. Right. So wait till they get yellow. A little bit brown is even better. Um, I need to find someone with a pawpaw tree. Yeah, and you can do that. There's right? a, there's I feel a, like I know someone who might have a pawpaw tree. Yeah, just ask around your food people. Someone yeah. will well, know. See, this someone. is what I'm saying. I feel like I'm just going to get that feeler out there. I think. I think because yeah. they pollinate each other. Right. So uh, you're going to have a little grove. So really, and they're like, you really got to go out and find them in the wild. Do you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But some people do have them like growing on the edge of their property or something, yeah. or they know where to find them and they Well, are, it's officially my mission. They like yeah. to share. Officially. Yeah. And then well, you can do a little, do a little fun creative shoot. Well, yeah, I got all inspired. I was listening to you guys talk about pawpaws and I was like, oh man, yeah. I, oh, they're how beautiful. do I not know what a pawpaw and I've tastes never, like? I've never touched one yet, and they've so got, you like, and me both. Right? The great seed, like giant black yeah. seeds in them. Oh, nice. The trees are really cool too. Yeah. Um, do you know what a pawpaw tree looks like? I so have the first clue. If you're walking through like a pretty dense woods, um, it's the tree. It's an understory tree that's gonna have really broad, like tropical looking leaves, like over a foot long, maybe two feet long, six to eight inches wide. Um, yeah, it's, I mean it's the only tree in like North America that's native that looks like that it looks belongs tropical. in the tropical okay. tropics. Yeah. I mean, it does, and the fruit seems pretty tropical yeah. in a lot of ways. But I feel like as a food stylist, I can't not yeah, experience you a pawpaw. And yeah, I mean, you've got to yeah, me get too. one it's a big deal. in your hands. It me, sounds yeah. like Absolutely. this fall there might be a new tattoo on right? that Right? Oh, yeah. Well, if somebody takes Either me on a pawpaw expedition, pawpaw. then I, I might have to document it. I'm in. We'll yeah, go. we're in. We're doing <laughs> yeah. it. This is a plan. We've made a plan. All right. Okay, Good. so um, what is something you feel like like, do people ask you the same questions over and over again about your job and you just want to, like, set them straight ever? Like, you want to set some people straight? Do I thought they? you were going to say you just want to set them on fire. Like, <laughs> like do you want to set them no, on fire? I mean, like I said, they, donkey donk them? they mostly <laughs> ask me mean? if I eat it, which oh. I, I can understand how that's a, a logical question. But mostly they're very um, just interested that it's a job. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? And what does that look like? Yeah. And, and well, isn't that kind of how you found it? You were like, whoa, absolutely. wait, this is a job? Tell absolutely. us about that a little tiny bit. So I was um, I was working for a wallpaper company doing wallpaper designing. And we had a photo shoot that they, they took me on. And the minute I sat down, I saw a, a guy walk into the room carrying bags of props and just setting up his props on the table. And it just clicked. I just instantly was like, what is that guy's job? What is he doing? Is, you know, what mm-hmm. is this all about? Mm-hmm. And I just became obsessed with learning about what styling was and, and how do you get into it, which is really a lot of faking it till you make it and <laughs> just weaseling your way in places. And, yeah. and, and, and you did a lot of it. like. All, like all sorts of styling before you got into food. Yep. I did uh, room set styling first. Mm-hmm. Well, first I worked in a prop room because they don't let you just pop onto set. You you pay your dues and you clean out nasty refrigerators and you <laughs> wipe a lot of dusty props down oh, okay. and, and you don't see the light of day for a while. Um, but then they let you on set and you, you can make things pretty and it's it's – 99% composition yeah. and aesthetics. Yeah. And then you just apply that to whatever it is you're styling. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so yeah, it was it was a strange transition from furniture to food. Um, but when you kind of stop thinking of it as two totally different things and think of it as the same type of thing, like I said, the composition and, and aesthetics, mm-hmm. it all falls into place. Yeah. So. And and how did it bring you here? I think earlier you mentioned. Uh, I was I was at another studio in Pennsylvania, and like I said, I was doing room sets there, and I'd worked there for about four years. And I just kind of got to my creative max there. You know, I kind of was unhappy and it, it just didn't feel right to me anymore. But I knew I wanted to keep styling. Um, so I, I did the typical thing at the time and put my, my resume on Monster and waited for that elusive email to show up that was like, hey, we're interested. And eventually it showed up and it was it was a, a studio in St. Joseph, Michigan, well, actually Benton Harbor. And she was like, Michigan? Yeah, I, I did the and nose I was, turn and up and I was like, I don't earlier, know. I was like, um, Pennsylvania. Which, <laughs> <laughs> that's very true also. Yeah, Michigan's actually really beautiful. It's pretty great. It's fantastic. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it when I got here because I mean, my plan was to stay for like a year. I was like, all right, well, this will yeah. do. This will get me out of the situation I don't want to yeah. be in. And then you were on the and I'll lake. find something else. I got here. I, honest to God, I'm terrible with geography, and I didn't even think about the lake. I didn't think about anything <laughs> except where in the hell is Michigan. Yeah. So I got here, and I was just like, wow. Ooh. Yeah. Showstopper. It's like a secret little nugget <laughs> of like, a place this, that you're like, look at this. It's basically the ocean. That's, but looks it's a lot lake. like an ocean. There's yep. a beach here. It's a slow, wonderful pace Lots of living. Lots of fruit. So much fruit. All Fruits I've fruit. never even heard of, a la the pawpaw. Paw paws are in Pennsylvania so, as well. Are they? I yeah. Sorry. How have I not known? Well, again, I am awful with this stuff. So they're basically like we forget. I think you, they're Miles. everywhere uh, east of the Rockies in the U.S. So like oh I think God. you get them in Minnesota and you get them in Florida. This is amazing news. Mm. To me. But we're like the hotbed right here. Yeah, it's That's hot and it's a bed. Michigan. Michigan is the, the bed that's real hot. Yeah. Well, there's Paw Paw, Michigan. I was going to say, oh, that's I'm right. assuming that's not where that they far are. Away. It's, I'm assuming it's, it's like named after just that like two hours from here. I'm hoping it? my friend yeah. that lives there has Maybe, a Paw Paw tree yeah. or some sort of Paw Paw connection. Oh, you have a friend there? Yeah. Get it. Get I'm yourself a Paw Paw. The whole town should be covered with these trees, don't you think? I'm sure they have a festival. Yeah, they must. Oh. Right? Let us know. Yeah, we need to find one of those. And, yes. And, or, or launch our own. With the seven pawpaws we find. <laughs> I'm so bummed Come that I didn't over know they were a, there. Get a little inch of pawpaw to try. Yeah, I've Only never had the a first Pennsylvania pawpaw, people. but I've been told that they grow in the state. Well, and I didn't know uh, anything about food when I lived in Pennsylvania. It was not mm. It was not something I obsessed about at yeah, all. It so. wasn't until you came here. No. Because you started he- in Michigan as a room. Yes, like yeah. More. They moved me here to, to go back to that story. They moved me here to do room set styling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just as it worked out, they got a food client. And so I had to shift my focus and figure it out, figure it out. And I just became obsessed with cooking at home and reading cookbooks Mm. and, um, just doing everything I could. And she's really good at it guys. And well, so she's all like, she's so obsessed that she's wearing a tiny whisk necklace, but beyond that, um, like where can people see your, your stuff on Instagram, on Facebook? Where's the best Um, place for people to find you? A website? I mean, I do, I do keep an Instagram. It's mostly just me and my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, occasionally I'll put work out there, but her photos there are beautiful. Thank you. And there's a link there to my, um, website, which is, uh, my more professional. So what, what are the, 
handles for these oh, things? Oh, uh, M. Anstat. So it's kind of hard because it's my last name, which is spelled really strange. E-M or M? E-M. 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 How do you spell? Just spell that whole little thing. E-M-A-N-S-T-A-D-T. Yeah, find her because yeah. it's fun. I like all her stuff a lot. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. I have a good time. That's for sure. Yeah. It's so much better living, doing something you love. Yes. It really is. It's a great life. Yeah. I feel very fortunate that I get paid to play with food. Yeah. So, so yeah. ha mom. You told me oh. not to do it. But... <laughs> oh, That's a perfect finish. <laughs> the jab at the mother wow. at the end. Finish the episode well, with that. That's right. how we're ending this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> This has been Ready another. To fight your mother. This is Emily. Uh, this has been another lovely episode. Yeah, but this, this has really been great. Yeah. I learned I learned a lot about something I don't I didn't know yeah. much about. Um, and we're after this. Let's set a date to yeah. to pop go pop on. Yeah. yeah, I'm in. Pop pop picking. Well, well, thank you for thank another. You yeah, thank you. Yeah, Emily. episode of Machine Banana you. here. Um, yeah, this is Miles sending you off and Katie Carpenter. Last any last words from either of you? Um, nothing. Suck Take it, mom. That, mom. Like Take yeah. Yelp. <laughs> so I was going to say suck it, and I was like, that's too far. <laughs> suck it, mom. <laughs> cool, cool, cool.